0: Welcome to the flow equestrian podcast where we talk about all things wellness for equestrian athletes i'm your host jamie graham and i'm so happy you're here hey everyone welcome to another episode of the flow equestrian podcast i hope you guys had a great weekend if you celebrate easter i hope you had a great easter my husband and i didn't really do much this weekend we were just spending time with each other because he's been out of town a lot lately for work so we really haven't gotten to spend a lot of quality time so this weekend we were just grilling in the backyard and yeah nothing too crazy before we start talking about this week's topic let's check in with our mind our body and our horse so how is your mind how is your body and how is your horse today Checking in with yourself like this a few times a day just helps ground yourself and helps you be more in tune with your body and helps you be more present and in in the moment. Honestly, my mind has been a little frantic the past couple weeks. There is just a lot going on, a lot of project ideas that I want to get done, a lot of emails to respond to, and we have uh, our show coming up this weekend too, so just been thinking about that a lot. My body has also been feeling a little abnormal lately. Uh, The time of the month is coming and everything in my body just feels really achy and inflamed. So I've been trying to drink more water, trying to decrease my caffeine amount to try and help with that. But my horse, on the other hand, is doing really great. His cuts are healing extremely well. They aren't bothering him anymore. He got body work done a couple days ago. He's been feeling really great under the saddle. And I'm just really, truly thankful for my once in a lifetime horse. He's just, he's so talented. He's so smart. His personality is just hilarious. He thinks he's the funniest horse of all time. (laughs) I can't even describe it. Like, if you guys follow me, follow me on Instagram and watch my stories, you'll see how much of a clown my horse is like he there's no day is dull with him like he constantly surprises me with little stupid things that he does and it's i love it i love a horse with personality and i would rather have a horse that is a ham like him than a horse that you know has not a lot of personality so this week's episode is called self-care is not selfish When you're doing nice things for yourself, do you sometimes feel guilty or like you don't deserve it or like you're wasting your time because you're not being productive? I think a lot of people feel this way, especially me since I grew up in an Asian household, obviously, where we really focus on giving to others and everything that everything in our world, in our life revolves around others instead of self. Whenever I did something for me, it felt it felt a little wrong. It felt out of place. Um, it felt like I was not supposed to be doing things for myself. So self-care was kind of really a foreign concept to me. And I definitely had to learn it on my own since it wasn't taught to me from childhood. There's a reason why it's called practice self-care because like going to the gym, like riding, it's something that needs practice. You can't expect results, you know, from practicing self-care just one time, but it has to be something that is implemented in your in your daily life and constantly being practiced. Happiness is a feeling that we all ultimately try to achieve in this life, but you cannot experience true happiness if you don't take the time to to care and love yourself. Taking care of yourself also helps you discover who you are as a person. It helps you discover what you like, what you don't like. It helps you truly understand yourself so you can live your most authentic life. And I get it. Self-care is really, it's a really hard thing to practice. It's a really hard concept to grasp in your head, especially if you've been caring for other people your entire lives. Or putting other people's needs and wants in front of yours. And while it's great to take care of others, it's it's wonderful to care about others and take care of others, but when it's at the expense of our own care, our own wants and our own needs, that's where things need to change. And it's super hard. I am the most passive person. You will meet. And that's, it's just a part of my personality. I don't like conflict and I don't like when people don't like me or have a negative opinion about me. And that makes me feel really bad. I feel guilty really easily and I end up doing things that I don't want to do because I don't want to disappoint that person. But one thing that really helped me a lot is when I understood that I am not responsible for everyone else's experience. I'm not responsible of how this person thinks of me and that my own happiness should not depend on another person's happiness. Self-care really is just putting yourself, your wants, and your needs on the priority list. It's not about caring for others less, but instead adding ourselves into the list of people who matter, adding ourselves to the list of people who we want to please and who we want to, to make happy. Self-care is about understanding that your happiness comes first for yourself and that it's okay when other people don't get what they want. We don't have to fix other people. We don't have to apologize for it. And we don't have to feel guilty or or take the blame for it. And I just thought about a funny story that I, I'll share with you guys. Um, it's a story from childhood. So growing up, whenever we would visit relatives and, and family friends and stuff, stuff like that, If you are the quiet child, if you don't really say much during these gatherings, if you just keep to yourselves and and be timid and shy, you are considered the good child. Like relatives would come up to your parents and tell them, oh, your kid is so good. They're being so quiet and not, you know, really doing anything. I guess in Chinese culture, being non-self-expressive is considered a good thing. And that's just been ingrained in my head ever since I, I was a kid. You know, whenever I would be quiet and just help out, like, that was good. Then I was the, the good kid. So I think that really contributed to me feeling guilty whenever I would do something for myself because it wasn't considered, quote unquote, good. Good means to serve others. Good means to be quiet and not say much and I really think that that's why it took me a very long time to really discover who I am as a person because I had to to break free of these concepts that I was taught as a kid all right so what the heck is self-care so the Harvard health blog shared this anecdote to explain what self-care is during when you when you're flying when you're on a plane and there's the pre-flight safety talks. The flight attendant always asks you to secure your, your own oxygen mask before helping someone else. And that's basically what self-care is. It's the idea, it's, it's pretty simple. You can't care for others if you don't care for yourself. Self-care is giving yourself permission to relax mentally, physically, socially, spiritually, it's about setting healthy boundaries with others. It's about finding things that make you happy, finding things that you feel joy in. It's about decreasing the amount of stress that you experience so that you can live your most authentic and happy life. And it's not to completely stop taking care of everyone else. That's that's not the concept of self-care. And it's not something that, it's not an indulgence thing. It's not something that's luxurious and you something that you can only do, you know, once uh, in a in, in a blue moon. Self-care shouldn't feel like a reward because you've done something great. And it's not something where like, oh, I shouldn't practice self-care tonight because I didn't finish my paper or I didn't finish whatever work I had to do. It should be a daily, weekly, monthly, lifetime thing that you should be doing regardless of what kind of day you had. And self-care can be very, very simple things that you do in your daily life. It can be saying no to going to the office party. It could be turning off the TV and not binge watching your show the entire night because you know you need to wake up early to go to the barn. It could be saying no to that second drink at the bar because you don't want to be hung over tomorrow morning. Self-care are just, they're just choices that you make that are good for you. And the ironic thing is when you truly start to care for yourself, you're actually going to be at a much better place to care for others. If we don't take care of ourselves mentally, physically, how are we going to have the energy to go out and take care of our horses. If we don't practice self-care on a consistent basis, how are we going to have the energy to be the best rider that we can be to get in that show ring and you know, perform at our 100 at our 100%? If all we do is constantly give, give and give, eventually we'll be depleted. We'll have no energy to work towards the things that are worthy to us, are, are important to us. And we sure as heck won't feel joy or happiness. I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm not an introvert, but I'm also not an extrovert. I, I prefer to be alone most of the times. Well, apart from obviously being with my husband. Like I enjoy being around people, But at the same time, I don't really do well in situations where there's a ton of people. But my husband is the complete opposite. He is the definition of an extrovert. He is the social butterfly. He can literally talk to someone at a random grocery store for 15 minutes. And for some reason, people always gravitate towards him and people always want to start conversations with him. And he's always more than willing and more than happy to do so because of his personality. So he loves social events and he loves being around big groups. And the reason why I'm mentioning this is because taking care of your emotional well-being is also a form of self-care. So for someone like me, I need alone time to to recharge. I need to spend time with myself to really connect with myself But for my husband, hanging out with friends and family is his form of self-care. And that's why it's so important to truly know yourself and understand your wants and needs in order to help build your self-care routine. I also wanted to talk about the difference between self-care and self-indulgence. So when you're using toxic behaviors to try and relieve stress and try to relax, like drinking excessively and smoking, um, spending excessively to try to make yourself feel better. This, These are self-indulgent behaviors and they're not self-care at all. Self-care should make you feel relaxed, happy, joyful, rejuvenated. But self-indulgent behaviors will lead you feeling guilty um, and sad and and tired and and, and discontent and all those things are basically the opposite of what self-care is supposed to bring you. So ask yourself this question, how are you practicing self-care? How are you restoring balance in your life between your physical, social, mental, emotional, financial, and spiritual wellness? Are there one of those areas that you need to work more on because remember, all those things create balance in our life. And balance is what we need to live the healthiest life that we can live. You know, not being from here really opened my eyes to the whole hustle culture, the the grind culture, the American dream concept that is so ingrained in the American people and the American culture. I think that a lot of people here use their productivity as a determining factor of their worth they glorify the amount of hours that they worked this week as a symbol of success and it's almost like the less you take care of yourself the more you're being looked up upon and you see these things on social media all the time there's like hashtags like the grind don't stop, no rest days, hustle culture, and like stuff like no days off. And meanwhile, yes, working hard is wonderful. You, I am a big believer in working hard and dedicating yourself to your craft. But if it's to the point where you're putting your health at risk and doing all these things at the expense of your mental health, is it really worth it? Because you'll work so hard every day, you'll grind it out every day, but you may not even be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor because you're sick and you have not been taking care of yourself. My dad always taught me that balance is the key to life. And I truly believe that living a balanced life is the only way you'll achieve actual wellness and health. I wanted to give you guys some actionable steps that you can take to start to take care of yourselves better. So number one is assessing your needs. What are some things that you need in your daily life? For me, it's my husband, spending time with my horse, spending time with my dogs, making sure that I have some sort of movement And obviously my daily cup of coffee. (laughs) Think about things in your daily life that you absolutely need. And it could be your relationships. It could be things at school. It could be your work. It could be your children. Make a list and write them down. Number two is think about your stressors and your triggers. What are some things in your life that cause you major stress? or what are some triggers that heighten your anxiety? Think about those stressors and triggers, write them down, and then consider how you might address those things. Number three is to devise some self-care strategies for yourself. Think about some activities that you can do that bring you a lot of joy in your life. And obviously for us, it's horses, but think about things other than horses too. Do you feel joy when you're working out? Do you feel joy when you're at the coffee shop just listening to music? Make a list of everything that makes you feel happy and makes you feel alive. Number three is to take teeny tiny small steps. I'm not telling you to overnight take care of your emotional, social, financial, spiritual health all at once because that is extremely overwhelming and that can actually cause more stress in your life than not but maybe take one aspect of that and start there if you want to improve your emotional wellness then schedule some time to hang out with friends or if you want to improve your physical wellness take some time for yourself and go for a walk do a yoga session And the last thing is to schedule some time to really focus on yourself and your needs. Even if you've got a bunch of meetings scheduled, even if you have to take the kids to school in the morning and have a super busy, crazy scheduled day ahead of you, make it a priority to schedule some time for yourself. Because I promise you, you have some time during your day. To stop and think about yourself. Even if it's just for five minutes practicing deep breathing exercises or spending an hour just watching your favorite show. When you start to make self care a priority and make taking care of yourself a priority for you, you'll slowly realize that you're able to operate more effectively and more efficiently. And you'll be able to truly be your authentic self. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you guys next time.